This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Double Tap for Tuesday, the 1st of November 2022. A brand new month and today we're going to get into more of your feedback and we're going to learn all about a new voice that has arrived on iPhones. eSpeak is back. Hooray! You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Preece. Yeah, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. I am Stephen Scott. He is Sean Preece. How are you today, sir? I am beautiful. Thank you, Stephen Scott. How are you? Well, you know, not one to complain. You know me. Um, just uh, like to get on with it. Professional, you know, uh, say nothing. Get on with it. No one listens. That, you know, that kind of thing. Well, everyone keeps asking me. It's not like I'm, you know, I'm not coughing in your faces. It's, it's not my fault. Stop asking me. I am fine. Are you? Are you really? Are you, though? <laughs> Hang on, i got a cough. Wait a minute. Let me mute. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> and we're off and running. Do you know, I've got to say, I, I had this uh, COVID thing for about a week and a half, and... Um, it was it was just horrible. It was just so so horrible being unable to Speak. laugh without yeah, but but able to laugh without just coughing constantly. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's just a viral cough, chest infection, something. It's all the same. I don't know what it is, but it's fine. I'm getting yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I just move on because frankly, I, I want to talk about me. Yeah, um, oh, good. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested well, in you, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. not that you had a choice. Um, but I, um, I, I've just wanted to maybe talk a little bit about my uh, DIY mishaps this week. You know, you know me, guys. I, I, I have a bit of a, uh, a penchant. I believe that is a oh, French word. Well done. A penchant for um, disaster when it comes to DIY. And uh, yeah, it's kind of happened again. So I think the last time, the last DIY disaster we had was when I got my um, automated blinds installed. Yes. And when I say installed, what I mean is mm. shoved up on the wall using uh, a hammer to and hammer screws. in screws. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then, you know, proceed. I didn't realize how much dust was in my walls. I had no idea, no idea yeah. at all. If you just hammered away at a wall with, <laughs> you know, screws, that it would just create a huge cloud of dust. I felt like I was rebuilt. I felt like I was in, inside one of those DIY home shows where they start tearing down walls. Well, that's exactly what you were doing. You were tearing yeah. down walls when you should have been just putting up a little motorized motor. Something went tiny wrong. little thing, tiny little thing on the wall, which literally takes two little two little screws, and because it involved a drill or something, I don't know. I thought you know to hang with that, I will just hammer it into the wall. Anyway, complete disaster, and um, getting it off the wall almost took the wall with it because when I had to bring it off the wall, I realised I couldn't unscrew the screws. I didn't realise. I thought they would just go in and I'd be able to unscrew them. Yeah, who thought you, after you hammering the tops of screws that they wouldn't work anymore? It's amazing. Yeah. Not only that, they were, they were really wedged in the wall, so I had to get, rip the whole thing off. It was great. Uh, anyway, this week's disaster is, uh, I mentioned last week that I had got myself a nice new carpet for the uh, home office here. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Very yeah, nice. Very say. deep. And it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's one of those kind of office carpets. You know, it's one of mm. those kinds that... Static. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you can't stroke the dog after you've been in your no, office. No, absolutely. The dogs don't even come in here anymore. They're just like we don't like this. Every time we walk in here, I feel like I'm getting electric shots constantly. So I don't like it. Um, but it's that kind of flat carpet. You kind of get you a can you get in the office so that my office chair can move around. I can move around my office. I can roll about, oh, and I'm not ripping up the carpet. Well done. Now with that, I um, got myself a new office desk. <laughs> you know, because why not? And um, I got the new office desk, and you know what, Sean? I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't measure up beforehand because I thought I know the size of this desk. The previous desk fitted in here. I, in my head, it was the right size. In your head, so I thought it'll be fine. Yeah, in my head, there is I these things called fine. you know measurements that you use. No, 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 no. We don't bother with that. Uh, okay. I, in my head, it was fine. Desk. I was. It was going to be no problem yeah. at all. And okay. then the desk arrives, and I bring it all upstairs, and it's very heavy. You know, and I'm doing all this on my own. And I bring everything upstairs and I get all ready to build. I am a hero. I know. I don't like to go on about it, but it's true. And um, I mean, again, Marines, nurses, Stephen Scott. I mean, it's just obvious, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And um, I build the desk and I go to shove it in the corner where it's going to go. And it's a kind of little cubby. It's just a little hole in the the wall. Well, not hole in the wall, but that's what it is now. (laughs) But it was uh, it's an area where it's kind of closed in and the desk should just slide right in and it would be perfect if. It wasn't too big, uh, so yeah, it's, it's not it's not going to fit in there. Um, mm-hmm. Got a slight 
problem with that. It's not massively so, too big either, is it? It's just a it's, little it's like bit. half an inch. Uh, let's gauge the wall out. Yeah, someone else said that to me. We had Robin on the show yesterday, and he said yeah. that. He said, why don't you just cut a hole in the wall? Yeah. Like, well, what's wrong with you people? Going around just cutting holes in walls to accommodate a desk. Well, Are you kidding me? What's the alternative? Uh, well, the alternative was to uh, go to my lovely neighbour who happens to be a joiner and say, please, 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 can you come and fix my mess? Uh, <laughs> because I, I don't right. want to. So uh, he came around yesterday Cut and he's like, um, he, 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 I mean, it, here's how it came. He came around for 40 minutes, 30 of those minutes he was laughing. Oh, right. Uh, and then the last 10, he decided what he would need to do. <laughs> Um, I did suggest that maybe I could get some sandpaper, you know, and just start rubbing away at the side of the desk and, you know, eventually it would fit, right? Um, no. No? Are we, are we talking an overhang here or are the legs of the desk uh, right at the end as well? So you'd have no. to take the legs off and move them in an inch and then take off the stuff. The stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. no. That, 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 there's an overhang on each side. Oh, that's easy. Get a jigsaw, so, power saw down it, bang, straight that's off. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, exactly. Easy. Get the old power saw going. Yeah, I'll be fine. Okay, good. So that's the plan. Uh, right. <laughs> well, I'm not doing it. I was gonna say, He's going to say do it. it. No, I, I think that me and power saws, that might be a dangerous move. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to suggest we don't do that, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's uh, it's looking good. The office is looking fine. I can't do any more TV shows until we get this going. You see, that's the problem. So we have to get our, our TV shows are all done in advance. Or oh, most you better of them hurry are. up. So I've, I know I'm running out, and Mark's like, you know, we've got to get this sorted because, you know, and I'm like, yeah, 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 it'll be fine. It'll, it'll be yeah, fine. It'll be fine, obviously. It'll be fine. So, yeah, that's the that's the plan. Desk of in the garden. What could go wrong? Uh, listen, I do have something new to share, yes. tech-wise. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's a tech show, honest. Um, <laughs> I actually have something new to share. I'm showing it to you at the microphone. Can you see it? Ah, it smells gorgeous. Why is it? <laughs> Do you know what it smells like? Do you know what it feels like? It, it, I'm going to give you a clue. It, it feels like and smells like sunshine. Oh. It's, it's like sunshine in uh, your hands. That's gorgeous. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. Why not? No, it's don't been... tell me. Let's just oh, carry okay, on. Okay, fine. I'll okay, tell you then. All no, right. okay. I'll tell you tomorrow. Um, if you guess it, you win it. There you go. There's the deal. If you oh, Hang on. Actually, wait a minute. I'm going to strike that because <laughs> yes. someone will figure it out. Um, it's more intelligent people listen to the show than are actually active on it. <sighs> so, uh, yes, this is yes. a yellow iPad. Oh, a new yellow iPad. So nice. I ordered one up to try it. Uh, it's a 256 gig version, which I thought might be quite interesting. 10th gen Wi-Fi with cellular. So it's got 5G oh. in it as well. Um, I didn't manage to get the keyboard. I've been waiting. There seems to be a bit of a time to get the keyboard. So I've opted for a MoKo, M-O-K-O, uh, folio case, which is about uh, twenty dollars compared to about three hundred dollars for the keyboard. Wow! Um, so yes, <laughs> wow. I just need a cover for it, right? And to be honest, as much as I like, I'd like to kind of get my hands. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to try the new keyboard out, but I think, truth be told, I'd probably use my MX Mechanical Mini yeah. or my Logitech K three eighty. That's the kind of keyboard I feel more comfortable with, um, generally. So it's just too expensive. That I. I, I how can you justify that? It's ridiculous. I don't think you can justify it. No, I don't think you can because it is it's a ridiculous amount of money for what it is. So I'm not um not massively keen on that. But the iPad I am keen to try. So I'm putting it out there. If you have a question, and I'll mention this on Twitter as well for those who uh, maybe want to throw a question at me. But if you've got a question about, you know, this particular product, something you'd maybe like me to test out. Um, I mean, I think for me it's going to be how good the the camera is and this new center position which i think is gonna be a lot better i do a lot of teams calls and i kind of like the idea of just being able to jump on a team's call and not have to worry about where i'm looking because it always feels like you're looking way off the screen you know it looks like you're looking way oh, off to the right care, or, though honestly although I, I don't well i do in a way i mean i don't want to look i mean when i'm on a, a professional business call i don't want to look like i'm staring out the window why not that's who you are, man. My one of my well, eyes has gone to Tesco's. The other one oh, stayed at home. You know, it, it's yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. crossing. It's it's fine. Thanks. Uh, so yeah. So <laughs> to all the professionals out there, who cares? Other supermarkets are available. Sorry. Other other um, eye conditions yes. and uh, other um, other viewpoints on that issue are also available. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll be interested to try it out. Anything you want me to try? Um, no. Right. Okay, fine. Well, that was easy. But it's, I mean, it's the same as the iPhone, right? I mean, what, what are you expecting here? 
Um, what are you expecting, Stephen Scott? Well, it's a big I'll iPhone. Tell I'll tell you. I will tell you. So uh, the rumor is in 2023 that they're going to be bringing Mac OS to the iPad. Uh, and if that's true, yes. and obviously we don't know until it happens, but if that is true, that makes this a very interesting proposition. Now, the question is, will they bring it to an iPad like this, which is the base level one? Probably not. I have a feeling they will stay as they are. And then what will happen is that there will be um, uh, the I, the Mac OS will turn up on Pros. the iPad Pros. Yeah. yeah. So probably bought the wrong one. But, you know, that's beside the point. Um <laughs> <laughs> but, but why? I mean, if it's running Apple Apple Silicon, honestly, um, yeah, no, you're probably right. Actually, they're, they're going to make a distinction between the Pro and the. They're going to have to, right? Yeah. The one thing that still confuses the heck out of me is this whole pencil thing. I really don't understand. I don't use the pencil, so it doesn't really bother me. But I think if you use the pencil and you've got, I mean, I get the argument that you know a lot of schools, for example, have already bought pencils and they don't want to go out and have to buy them again. Um, but then my argument would be, well, are they going to go out and spend the money on the new iPads then? Because yeah, but just support really the no new pencil to. and the old pencil. Why is it uh, one or the other? Well, they say it's to do with the magnets. So putting the camera in the top center position in uh, landscape mode means that they've essentially had to take out those magnets that you would use to charge up the pen on the newer iPads. So the suggestion is that the camera position will never change on the iPad Pro because the magnets that are in place on the on the landscape side, that is where the, the pencil sits to charge. Oh, yes. So, and of course, Apple put, never changes its mind and changes a design, right? No, that's that. Those magnets need to stay there. Yeah, but but do they? I don't know. Do they have to stay there? Can, do magnets work with cameras? I, I honestly have got no idea. No, I don't either. I mean, I, I have turned off light switches before with my hands wet, and you know, I, I haven't been electrocuted, so. You know, I'm not saying you wouldn't. Can we just say for legal reasons? <laughs> Don't try this at home. I've never, I've never been electrocuted. Not yet. I mean, if I stuck my finger in a plug socket, yes, I would be. Yes. But I'm talking about turning off a light switch, not sticking my finger in a plug socket. Are we clear on this? Well done. I don't, if no you're confused about any of this, seek out medical attention immediately. Uh, look, I, I think it, it, it's a great tablet. It's a good price. It is what it is. But honestly, I, I'm not expecting anything different. I mean... Does anyone actually use the multitasking for anything? Um, stage well, manager is that any good on there? I suppose, but then I'm not. I'm not really interested. I'll be quite honest with you. I'm so sorry, Stephen Scott, but I'm not. No. Well, okay, fine. All I right. mean, I do. I do All jump right. between different devices, and I, I think I am kind of getting away from the point of just using my iPhone for everything, um, for no other reason than just sometimes it's nice to just sit and work at a computer. And, you know, I'm thinking, well, if I don't have to take my MacBook with me, of course, I'll probably take my MacBook anyway with me. But, you know, if I was having that option. But, I mean, if I'm on a plane or something or I'm doing something, I want to watch some TV, you know, I could put it on Netflix on there. I suppose it depends on a lot of different factors, right? For totally blind people, I think it's fair to say that, that there's a feeling that you're all at sea with it and it's kind of pointless. But for those out there who have got a bit of vision, I think there's a lot of benefit in having an iPad. Um especially for different tasks. And also just, I mean, I, I, one thing I do love about it, the one thing I do love, because one thing I really struggle with is the Amazon. Not so much Amazon on the, the app. It's not, it's not an accessibility issue. It's more that well, I kind of don't trust what I'm hearing sometimes. And I'm like, is that really what I'm looking for? Is that really the thing I'm looking at? And being able to go onto something like the iPad and be able to zoom into it and just say, oh, yeah, that is the thing I'm looking oh, at. Oh, right. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Look. You know, just to get that image out of, you know, because I think sometimes you go with these descriptions and it doesn't always, like, how many times have you bought something? I've done this so many times yeah. where you've bought something. And my, my favorite is buying shampoo or or a body wash. And it comes in just a tiny, tiny little bottle. And you think, oh, why? What am I <laughs> Or a thinking? barrel load. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a <laughs> trust for the rest of my life. Look, if you've got any usable vision and you can make use of the screen whatsoever, then obviously a bigger screen is always going to be helpful, right? right? So the iPad is okay in that point of view. But other than that, I mean, you know, it's, there's not any accessibility extras on the iPad that you don't get on an iPhone. Well, I'd be interested to hear people's comments on that. Okay. I would be, just to see what if anyone has a different viewpoint. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, you are. But That's it's, exactly what you're saying. Well, I am saying it. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I think that the, the, there may be something out there we're missing. All right. Okay. So I'd be intrigued to hear that. Uh, also, I want to mention, because we're on the subject of Apple, let's talk about um, the new voice that is on there. eSpeak has turned up. 
What is going on why, with the iPhone? Why what, are you laughing like that? Well, I'm just a bit confused. So yeah, eloquence yeah, comes yeah, up yeah, yeah. in iOS Which 16. Which sounds exactly the same as eSpeak, basically. And, I, and it does, does, certainly does <laughs> not. <laughs> it does not. You wash your mouth out with all that soap you've got. Um, I, I No, it does not sound anything like that. But what I will say is that we've gone through this, it seems this weird transformation where suddenly in iOS 16, we've got eloquence. And now out of nowhere, eSpeak has come along. There's talk of deck talk coming back. I mean, what is going on? We're going <laughs> retro, baby. We're going back, way back. That's cool, the right? 80s, mid 70s. I mean, what, what's next? Are we going to get Hal? Is, is Hal coming back? So <laughs> eSpeak is currently in testing in beta. You can get it on uh, test flight. If you search for it, you'll, you'll find the link out there, I'm sure. Um, so you can beta test it at the moment. Um, Look, I heard someone, I, I think it sounds terrible, right? It was the voice of NVDA for the longest time until they switched over to the Microsoft Core voices. Um, but I've heard someone say, uh, because they, they're bilingual and switch between languages, they absolutely love eSpeak. And um, they're really happy about using this. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it as just sort of a bit of a, oh, this is you know a little quirky thing, but people have got a use for it. So, and it, it demonstrates again how, what, Apple have done here. They've opened up iOS 16 that third-party apps can now make themselves available to voiceover. So there's no reason you couldn't have a cappella on there or, or whatever else. You know, they've, they've opened up that API. So it's it's really cool. I think that's the bit that's really surprising. I mean, I'm kind of joking around. More choice is great. And if people can benefit from it and people like that, then why shouldn't they? But I'm really intrigued by this because it seems that eSpeak isn't coming from Apple, right? They're not pushing this. Nope. It's actually that this is a group of people who've got together um, through open source, I guess, and through whatever, you know, however eSpeak has been available. It was the open source synth, yeah. That's why NVDA right. used so, it, yeah. So they've been able to take that and then make that available on iPhone. I mean, you've got it there. I mean, can we hear it? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I am using a voice called Half-Life Announcement because I love Half-Life the game. Well, I used to. So hang on, bear with me. Okay, here we go. How does that sound? That sounds absolutely awful. <laughs> absolutely, it does. And it's got reverb on it and everything, but it's meant to be a PA system. But look, you've got all the, the normal eSpeak voices there. You've got read and everything. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I'll be honest with you. I'd much rather go back to the, um, you know, Kate's and Ava's and whoever else. But um, as I said, some people do like it, as they like eloquence for some crazy reason. Well, I mean, it's, it's choice, right? And, you know, I'm with you with eSpeak. I mean, I'm like, oh, that's absolutely awful. But, you know, I equally love eloquence, and I'm so glad. Turn that off. That is terrible. Um, but, you know. <sighs> I I think it's important that there's options out there. So if people want to get this, what is the process? How did you get that on there? Um, how did I find the link? Someone sent me the link. i tell you where it is. I do know it is. If you go to appleviz.com and look through the trending post, I'm pretty sure it's been mentioned on there. And in there, there will be a link to the um, beta test. So, um, yeah, the Test Flight app, um, if you download that from the app, Apple App Store, um, and open up an account in there. When you click on the link from AppleViz, it will open it up and it will ask you if you want to install the eSpeak engine. And you can just install it. It lasts for 90 days. As I said, it's beta testing. Uh, so you can use it for 90 days to give any feedback and let them know if, you know, if it's any good or if you find any bugs. Well, yeah, I'll be interested to see what people think. I, I think a lot of people will be quite surprised today hearing that that is now available. So... Yeah, I was really surprised. I mean, I kind of thought it was a joke at first. And I actually, if I'm honest, thought this is a project that is something that we won't get access to. I didn't realize it was, you know, a layman like me yes. was able to go and get this. You know, I thought this would, you know, you'd have to be someone well, that's who... that's a surprising thing, right? You, you can just download an app from the App Store. and Basically, you can download apps. It's very Android-like, right? You can yeah. download a, a TTS from the App Store. Well... Now, in the future, hopefully, once this comes out of beta, yes, fantastic. Well, I know that one feature which I'm loving on the Mac at the moment is VOCR, 
which is kind of similar to what JAWS OCR does, where it can scan the screen. And if there's something that's inaccessible on the screen, and trust me, when it comes to Mac, there's a lot of application setups that have this problem. Well, they do. I mean, Parallels is the perfect example of this. So you go into Parallels, you want want to go and install a virtual machine or virtual Windows machine on your, your Mac. You can't do that without something like VOCR unless you've got sighted assistance. VOCR will enable you to be able to read the screen. We should do a demo of it, actually. Well, I should do a demo of it on the show at some point because it really is very, very interesting Sounds how it. it works. Yeah. Um, I want to mention as well this story. This is uh, just amazing to me, uh, actually, and I'm amazed that they even came out and announced this. Uh, Microsoft apparently uh, came close to never launching the adaptive controller for Xbox. Wow. Okay. Now, this came out in an article from The Verge, and in an interview with The Verge, Robin Seller, uh, and I think I'm pronouncing that right, uh, Microsoft's uh, corporate vice president of Windows and Devices revealed just how close it came to not being shipped out. He says, there was a point in time when the Xbox controller that was designed for accessibility was on the cut list. Microsoft was managing budgets, and it was about to be unfunded and never released. Across Teams, Xbox, and Surface, we said, no, this is actually important for the world. This isn't about revenue or brand positioning. It's just important for people to be able to play games if they want to, says Sailor. Now, for those who don't know, uh, and we actually talked about this on a Double Tap TV show, which I'm not entirely sure if it's aired or not. <laughs> I get so mixed up <laughs> on what's aired and what hasn't. But um, we did talk about the Xbox adaptive controller because um, the, the interesting thing was it came out of a hackathon. Um, in the same way that Seeing AI and Soundscape did as well. Um, but this team of Microsoft employees were determined to make the, the company's accessibility efforts better. And they worked on this um, concept that was designed at the hackathon to make it a reality, despite the budgets. Um, mm. However, uh, there was this time when they were looking at money. and They said, look, do you know what? Maybe this is something we uh, maybe we can't do. And as a result, it uh, it nearly didn't happen. But it did, which is the good news. Um, And, you know, one of the things that's important is that it's available now. And I think now it's here. It's unlikely to go anywhere else. Uh, And, of course, it's it's spurred on all kinds of new products as well, because now you've got the Surface Adaptive Kit. Um, We've got the new uh, Surface Adaptive Accessories, which have just come on sale as well. Yeah. Um, With the, you know, way of, for people who struggle to use a traditional mouse and keyboard, uh, so, yeah, just really interesting to see how accessibility has come to be. And I think, can you imagine, I mean, if we didn't know it existed and it had gone away, then that's one thing. Yeah. But the fact that we know it was coming and that it kind of shows how close sometimes yeah. uh, these accessibility um, options that are available to us are, are just, they're not, they're not guaranteed. That's well, it's the, point, it's the right? real world, right? It's yeah. business at the end of the day. Um, I've really love to be a fly on the wall to see if that conversation of this is important it doesn't matter about the revenue this is more important than that i'd love to see you know the conversations how they actually went on about that because i'm sure there was some pushback now it is about revenue actually we're a business so um i would love to see that conversation but yeah i mean you never know basically as you said we may have never heard of this and you would have known nothing about it either way so I'm just glad we do have it. And as I said, Microsoft are doing a great job of accessibility at the minute. Well, you know, it's it's interesting that they announced, or didn't announce, but the, the, that this guy mentioned in this article, as you know, as this journalist is talking to him, Tom Warren, who wrote the article, who, you know, he was talking to him and saying, you know, this nearly never happened. Um, I think if it hadn't been such a success and that the, their commitment to accessibility wasn't so uh, embedded now in the company. I don't think he would ever have said that. Yeah, possibly. So in a way, I think it's kind of cemented what they're trying to do. And I I have no doubt, I really have no doubt anymore about Microsoft and its commitment to accessibility. I remember doing, not this show, but the previous show I was doing in the UK um, 10 years ago, nearly. And... I used to just absolutely, you know, want to bang my head against a brick wall when it came to Microsoft and accessibility. Magnifier was terrible. Um, yes. You know, I remember at the time when it was just a bar on the top of the screen. That's remember? right, you couldn't even, yeah, yeah the docked option. And you, you could get the full screen, but only if you had a certain graphics card. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you had to have an, an amount of power in the system. It was awful. Where, you know, other, like Supernova and ZoomText, they were way ahead of the game. They were already doing all that. Yeah. And that's what led them to be market leaders for a lot of people. 
um, you know, you couldn't really trust the Microsoft option. And unfortunately, although Microsoft have done a brilliant job of making Narrator better, of making Magnifier better, there is still a sense, I think, especially in the workplace, that those built-in tools are not good enough. And I actually remember, you might remember this as well, we did a show where we got some real pushback from people when we suggested, you know what, maybe a day will come. I, I just threw this out there as a comment. I said, you know, I think one day. Stephen's fault. Yes, yes, of course it usually you is. Just throw it out there. Yeah, but but you know, it's just been out there, right? Look, that one day we maybe don't need JAWS, we don't need NVDA because Microsoft will work on and make Narrator good enough that it will be able to to do all the jobs that, that JAWS and NVDA do. In the way, for example, that if you think about the, on the Mac, there is no second screen reader. There is no other option. Yeah. There only is one, and no one's ever created a second option. Well, you could argue that day is now already. We, we've heard from listeners who are just using Narrator, right? So, yeah, I, I personally think there still needs a little bit more work on Narrator. It still slows down occasionally for me and still a little bit of inconsistency. But overall, I mean, it's a usable option, whereas before it never was. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, we'll take a short break and we'll come back and we're going to get into the feedback. Lots of you sending in your emails, as always, and your voicemails. We'll get to those next on Double Tap. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. This is Double Tap. Sean and Stephen with you today. And uh, we are talking all about iPads. We're talking about uh, Microsoft and that uh, rather surprising news about um, deciding to get rid of the, or potentially getting rid of the Xbox Adaptive Controller. Yeah, they didn't, thankfully. Um, But yeah, interesting. And I've been following Twitter because, of course, a lot of people talking still about social media. And, uh, you know, it's it's so funny because we put this question out, you know, will you stay with social media? Will you stay with Twitter in particular? Now Elon Musk has bought it. Um, Zachary writes, I'm moving over to Mastodon, and most people over there put alt text on images. Better than Twitter in basically every way. Uh, Yeah. It it is if you get enough of a, you know, enough of an audience on there, right? If the people that you want to follow are on there, then it's absolutely fine. If they're not, then you're not going to use it. Yeah, this is the problem, right? So it's all very well saying let's all switch over to Mastodon or whatever else or, you know, whatever social network turns up tomorrow. But the problem is that if that gets more popular, then it'll get bought by another billionaire and we'll just be back to where we started again. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I mean, that's this right. is the problem, right? I mean, I, I've been kind of mulling on this one because I, I, I'm not moving. I'm quite happy on Twitter. I mean, it's a cesspit happy. anyway, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm happy in my cesspit. Leave me alone. <laughs> Um, and I'm okay with it. All. I know what I'm getting with with Twitter, right? I know what I'm expecting. It's mm. not. I don't think it's going to get that much worse. We shall see. Uh, if it does, then obviously that's that's something to consider down the line. But yeah. you know what I said yesterday about you know why not? Like give give Elon a chance. Why not? What could yeah. he? And then he posted something yesterday which was utterly outrageous. And then he deleted, and I think... This was the Nancy Pelosi's husband. Absolutely, so, linking to, you know, one of these these new sources in air quotes. With, and the, the article ended with, you know, but this is my opinion. This, this is alternate opinion. It's like, yeah. no evidence, no facts, and something that it's just one of those conspiracy theory type posts and one of the things that is making social media such an absolute nightmare. And and to be to be in control of Twitter for that long and then to already post something like that, I immediately thought, yeah, I was wrong. I, I, this guy, uh, no. This is exactly what I don't want from social media. I think it's difficult, right? I think it's one thing when you have a guy or a girl in the office who's a little bit wacky, you know, someone who kind of likes to say the odd thing that you know is a bit controversial. But when that person runs the company, it does feel a bit weird, yes, doesn't it? It's absolutely. Kind of like, no, no, I don't want that from you. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. expect that from the, the guy in the office or the girl in the office, like I say, who's just a little bit out there. Um, that's okay. I can live with that. But, you know, it's when it's the actual boss. It's someone who's directing the travel on, on the whole thing. Because, look, people will follow that. That's the problem. Um, you know, the sheeple will follow and they will think, well, if he's doing it, 
then I can do it and I can see what I want. But I think, like I said yesterday, I think the, the thing we have to remember is there are rules here. There are things you can and can't say legally. And unfortunately, some people are going to learn that the hard way. Uh, and yeah, I think that's maybe. fine. I think that's okay. I mean, I, I, again, I don't really see a, a major difference here from what I've seen before. The only difference being is that the person in charge of it is also joining in. Um, yeah. And that is, that of course, is concerning. You know, that tweet yesterday, which I think he did delete. He did. Um, but it's too which late. Which is interesting. How many million but, but that's followers? that's interesting, isn't it? If, if, he's so con- if he's so strong in that conviction, why did he delete the tweet? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that could be part of a, some sort of, you know, strategy. It's a hit and... I, I don't know. I don't like to go into it too deeply. I just know I, it just drives me crazy how so many of these conspiracy theories have, have seemed to flower so easily in social media. I just, what happened to us? When did we become just so? Yeah, I, it's I interesting. Know. I was I was watching Bill Maher at the weekend. Bill's on in the UK on a on a Monday. We get to see real time, and in the, the US is on on a Friday night. And um, I don't know why it takes three days for it to get to the UK. I mean, are they posting it? I mean, how long does it take to get an episode? Go get the lawyers (laughs) to take a listen. (laughs) There is a little bit of that, yes. It's so funny, actually, the amount of times I've listened to that show on podcast and then I've listened to it on on TV and it's very different. They cut a lot. Missing, yeah. But he was having a discussion uh, at the weekend about social media and he is very much anti the phone. Generally, he he's very much that the, the phone has created a bunch of people who are just horrible people who just get sunk into this world of well depravity of you know the cesspit mentality of the you know just just absolute lowest form of debate just just slinging arrows for no particular reason joining in with yeah. you know whatever social justice comes up that day and then moves on to another one tomorrow. Um, and you know, if you're not putting a, you know, a, 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 was it a black square? I think was that that famous one. The, if you weren't putting up the black square to stand up with Black Lives Matter, then you were the, you know, worst uh, yeah. person ever. Yeah. Um, and it's all just, it's all rubbish, quite frankly, because you know, it's, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't do anything. And he was talking about this, and it, it, there is a real problem we have. I mean, it's it's almost as if the phone has rewired our brains. That's what he was talking about. It's as if it's rewired our brains to be unable to um to really understand other opinions and take on other opinions and one of the guests on the panel now I apologize I can't remember the guy's name but he um he made a really good point he said the problem is everyone has a voice now the problem is no one listens anymore and i think that sums it up i think that sums up social media really well mm-hmm. lots of people want to talk they want to say their thing everyone has a voice the voice of the voiceless and all that stuff right but no one's listening just people talking, yeah, and I Maybe. think that's a real problem out there now. Where you know, and this is why I, I've always struggled with social media because I'll put something out there wanting to get a conversation going, and all you get is, "Oh, you're against this, or you're against that, or you don't understand," and you try and have a, a conversation and debate it back, and it doesn't work because they're not interested. They're only interested in transmitting, not receiving. Yeah, um, and Welcome I think to that's social a real media. Problem. Yeah, but that's what it's become. Unfortunately, that's starting to affect conversation now. I mean, I was hearing about this. I think it's in America. It wouldn't surprise me if it was in America, to be honest, but it was basically uh, classes for young people. Not not kids, but young adults to go and learn to socialize, you know, to like be able to talk to other people. Yeah. Actual classes for that. Yeah, I can see that happening. I can see that happening over here. Now, I mean, you you've talked about your... Girls, right? Yeah, and and you've said to me that they tend to drift off into the room, and you, you know, you see them <laughs> ten years time or whatever it is. Exactly, everything is done online. Everything's done yeah. through they talk to each other that phone. way. They, they feed each other that way. Yeah, they... yeah, exactly, exactly. All their social circles is done through you know through Steam gaming and multiplayer gaming, and um, yeah, it's not like I, I can absolutely see the the art of social interaction becoming difficult. For, for young I, I think I just, I was in a generation, and I feel like an old man when I say this, but I, I came from a generation that we actually did talk to each other. And if you had something to say, you said it, and you dealt with it, and you moved on. But you didn't, you were never in a world where you could just, I don't know, you, you could just disappear off into your own little world like that. I mean, it started, I remember when my first experience of social media, if you want to call it that, was MSN Messenger. Yeah, of course. ICQ. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, you know, sitting there talking to people and, and really in my head thinking this is 
the biggest waste of time I can think of. I mean, I knew at that time it was a complete waste of time. Yeah. Nothing was going to be achieved in this little window. Um, but that's essentially what Twitter became. And I guess our generations probably just didn't take it that seriously. Uh, and I don't think anybody, I, I don't think anybody could really mm. have looked into a crystal ball and honestly said, this is where we were going to end up. That, you know, the idea, I mean, like the example, the perfect example is this guy, and I don't know much too much about the story, so I'm not going to go into it, but the, the, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House in, in America, um, her husband was attacked. They, they were coming, I think, looking for her, and he was in the house and he was attacked with a hammer and a horrible attack. And, um, He's seriously ill. He's he's you know he's in ICU at the moment. His 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 life is on the line here, and you have people who have instantly just fallen into a camp on this. Instead of saying, "God, that was just terrible." That you know, aside politics, aside any of our viewpoints, aside how who we vote for, this is not right. We should at least be able to stand together on that. Yeah, right? exactly right. But that doesn't happen though. You fall into a camp. If you're on the Republican side, then you absolutely hate Nancy Pelosi and everything she stands for. And you know what? Her husband had it coming. Where if you're on the Democrat side, well, you know, it's, it's this is an absolute disgrace. It's shocking. And the Republicans are terrible people for thinking that way. And that's it. Just right. That's it. Right down the middle. No, no nuance, no middle ground, nothing. And the thing is, there are people, lots of people, the majority, I would argue, who are nuanced who are able to think outside the bubble. They're just not on social media. Yeah. Well, it's just the, the, the amount, the sheer amount of people with sort of toxic views that can club together, you know, and seek each other out. It, it becomes an issue. I don't know what the answer is. I, honestly, I don't know what the answer is, but... Well, as, as so the guy said on that with. show, it's that, the guy on the show said, you know, the thing is we, we can sit and pr proclaim to be victims of this, or we can take control of it. This is what the guy in Bill Marshall said, and I agree with that. He said, you know, we have got control of our lives. And I have spouted this for years. No one pays any attention. But I've said, look, for years. It's, no, exactly. No one listens. That's the point. You know, you have responsibility in your own life. You can be responsible. If, and to be responsible means responsible for your actions, responsible for what you do. It's not about taking responsibility all the time. It's about just saying, look, you know what? This isn't good for me. I'm coming away from that. I'm going to step away from this. I am not going to get involved. I, I, another thing that I think people need to stop doing is discussing politics and religion at the dinner table. Just stop it. Just don't do it. Why, why, bring, it, why bring it up? You're just going to cause problems for yourself. I mean, there was a recent mm -hmm. conversation between Shania Twain and Oprah Winfrey, two uh. friends who've been friends for a long time. Shania brings up religion. Oprah's very religious. And the conversation is just literally shut down and Oprah walks out the door. Not even entertaining it. And it's like, well, why even bring it up? Why would you even bother? There was a time when you would say, don't bring up politics or religion at the dinner table. And unfortunately, that is now the case. It's almost like we're all, we're all little talk show hosts on our little Twitter feeds trying to get the biggest reaction. And it's just terrible, you know, because... I don't, yeah, but I don't know about that. I mean, if you don't engage with people who you think have... There is a, a level, like if someone's got different views to you or different opinions when it comes to religion or politics, absolutely fine. I think you're right there. There is somehow that's become a massive trigger point. But if someone's out there being particularly... I've been on a social platform where people have posted horrendous things about the LGBTQ community. Mm. And the argument is, well, why do, you, why do you even interact with them, Sean? Because you know their viewpoints, and what, what good does it do? They're not going to change their mind. So on that basis, do, do you ignore something like that? Do you not try to say, hey, wait, let me tell you why I think you're wrong. Let me give you my opinion on that. Is, 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 there, is it a case of now we just need to walk away and let people do whatever they want to do and, and leave them to it? I mean, you know, where has the art of, of you know, exchanging opinions gone? Well, that's the problem, though. In these, in these places, and I hear it on Clubhouse all the time, and Clubhouse is, a, is an interesting example because it's an audio-based platform. Yeah. And I, I thought there might be something different here because it's not, you know, it's not just somebody sitting behind a keyboard, whacking away at a keyboard going, right, I've got this, you know, viewpoint and it's horrendous and, you know, let's see how many followers I can get as a result of it. Yeah. Instead, it's your voice. But it doesn't seem to make any difference anymore. And I think if, if Clubhouse had came first, I think it'd be different. But because Clubhouse has followed from Facebook, has followed from Twitter and other places, 
you're getting this um this approach now where people have a view and it's like it's like politicians you know when politicians speak they always have a line they always come out with there's always that one line and they just they trot out this line time and time again whatever it is you know we stand by this or we we are here to do that or we are never going to do that or we are for the you know, whatever the In line real is real terms yes yeah exactly <laughs> there's always something they say and they just keep using that line over and over again. And that's where people are now. They just keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. And that's what I mean. They're on transmit. They're not on receive. And I think it's just a shame that people are not prepared to listen and learn anymore. But if you hand everybody the microphone and you say your voice is as important as anyone else's, what the hell do you expect? If, we, if you tell everyone that they're as valid as the next and their views as valid as the next, this is what you get. Simple as that. I suppose so. That's the result of it. You know, and, and unfortunately, you have these younger people nowadays, not all of them, obviously, but there's a lot of kids these days who are brought up. They're so entitled. And they, they think that they have the right to say anything they want at any time, and I can say whatever I like, and you just have to listen. And the, the, this is if that's the generations coming up, God help us, because the, this will never improve. Yeah, no, I don't think it is. Again, I think it's a case of, you know, hey, you watch Facebook uh, watch videos enough, you're going to see the worst of humanity. And you start to think that every person who belongs to this demographic is suddenly the worst person and everyone acts the same. You know, kids, terrible today, right? They're all entitled, all these college... Kids are terrible. No, though. absolutely they not. They're great. All awful. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, go on, oh, there it goes. There it goes. I've made him laugh. I've been coughing for the next three hours. Uh, right, look, I want to get a couple of emails in. I do apologize. We've been on a bit of a rant today. Yeah, sorry. Um, so let's go to Tom from New York, in Long Island, actually, New York, who has a comment on iPhones for us. Laura reads the email. Hello, Double Tap crew. I'm an iPhone user. I would consider purchasing a Google Pixel phone if I could customise the gestures on the Google Pixel to be equal to my iPhone gestures. Apple seems to be putting many of the favourable accessibility features in their Pro phones, which start at $999. Features such as LiDAR and the U1 chip, as well as the power on and off sound alerts. Thank you for all your helpful information. Tom, Long Island, New York. Yeah, I want to talk about that power off thing in a minute, uh, because that's um, that's intriguing. It's here. Yeah, but it's here on like other devices now. So we can power off with older phones, but we can't power on with a sound <laughs> on no, older phones. Exactly not. No, you're not. Weird. You can't that, is it. Just, that is so ridiculous. I don't even understand that. Um, yeah, you know what? You're right about the, the whole kind of gesture thing, Tom. I mean, I, I think that it would be good to have lots of gestures, but you do have more control over gestures now. I noticed when I was going through the options on my Pixel 6a uh, that there are, a lot of options. I mean, my favourite one now, which I set back up, I'm so gl- glad to have it on top back because it has, is a little bit verbose at times. Is the three finger triple, three finger double tap, three finger, do, 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 yeah, three finger double tap. <laughs> did you for, just do it um, in your? In I your did head. in my head. Yeah, three finger double tap, and that's for mute speech. Um, oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah, and, you know, and you can do that on there, right? You can replicate that. So. You know, it's things like that you can do. And I haven't gone much further than that at this point, but there are a lot of options. I think it's the swipes, isn't it? It's the swipes we have a problem with. Yeah. I, you know what? I haven't used it since um, the switch over to uh, Android 13, so I don't know what's new. I'm going to have to dig out my Android phone and have a the play with it. The whole thing's a bit weird now. So before it used to be, you could. I think you can still do the kind of, the. Uh, I still get mixed up. The with right what, angle gestures. Yeah. yeah. You can still use them, but there are other ones now. So for example, you swipe up from the bottom edge with two fingers. And if you swipe up, it's very similar to what you would do with a single finger on an iPhone, where yes. you take two fingers this time, and you just swipe up from the bottom halfway, and that takes you home. Or if you swipe up and hold, that'll open up the app switcher. Um, so, you know, it's kind of similar, actually, in some ways. I think that the problem is this isn't really publicized anywhere. Uh, so, you That's know, a true. lot of people might not know. Just these, make it the same. Exist. Let's let's make touch yeah, screen gestures uniform. like the QWERTY keyboard, all right? Yeah, doesn't matter. It's, it's fine. Apple have, have laid down a a framework that everyone's comfortable with. It's like Jules keyboard shortcuts. The rest of the screen reader is sort of, okay, everyone knows that. Let's stick with that. Yeah, I agree. Make them all the same. And, you know, the great thing is, um, as you've alluded to, Tom, obviously if you're going for Android, you're getting a much, well, not, I don't know if you'd say a better phone. I mean, it's a, it's a great, I, I still maintain the Pixel 6a is the best phone you can buy Androids uh, with Android on it right now. I think it's better than anything else. I think it's a great phone. It's it's so responsive. It's so good. Um, 
And, you know, you're getting all the power you need. I mean, the seven is good. Obviously, there is an issue, and we didn't, I don't think we touched on this earlier, but uh, we were going to mention about the fact that the Pixel 7 range, you can't get eloquence on. Um, I, I can't quite figure that out. Because they say it's because it's 64-bit, so I'm guessing the version that's kicking around for Android is not 64-bit. Although I've tried to get Eloquence, and I was going to ask this to the audience today, I have tried to get Eloquence onto my Android, and I don't know how to do it. There used to be an app for it, but I can't find it anymore. And when you go to the Code Factory website, you go to the Eloquence for Android page, and the Google Play link just takes you to the Google Play Store, and there's nothing there. It just says something went wrong. So I don't know if something's changed or it's gone away but if anyone can help me get access to Eloquence on Android, I'd kind of like to know because I, I think, if I'm honest, Eloquence is my my voice. Oh, That's come my on, voice. is it? That, what? Oh, no. the, oh, listen to Mister E speak over there. E speak <laughs> is amazing. Half Life announcer. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'd be interested like to know half a life. What's half living? Stop it. What's happened to Eloquence on Android? Yeah, let us know. Uh, Lynn has got in touch on one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. Hi, it's Lynn speaking. Um, I have a comment and a question. One day I asked Siri for a demonstration of accessible phone, and I got two different ones. I know Blind Shell is exciting for everybody and highly rated, but there was also Mini Vision 2. Coming off a flip phone for years, and it still works, and I'd love to see Mini Vision 2, that they described it as a candy bar. Um, half the phone is a screen, it's open face. It reminded me of those little Nokia phone, whatever they were back when, before I had a cell phone. And the blind shell was right after, it was a guy named Sam, and he demonstrated both of them. And then hearing it on several programs, I know somebody that had a Blackberry, and it quit, and I hope they got blind shell as well. Okay, my question is, when people are losing their vision, and they have to carry a cane. What about step? That's what worries me. You don't want to be falling down step. And why does the microwave say door open, door closed, when the light's going in and out, I guess? We're not that dumb, right? It just makes me laugh. <laughs> okay, bye. Thank you, Lynn. Um, okay, I will say, actually, I did jokingly bring up this subject once in a previous show ages ago about the microwave why does it say door open and someone very sternly got in touch and said well my husband and i are both blind and when i'm in the kitchen and he's not he knows the door is open and i thought maybe that's the reason that's maybe it's, it's not for you it's for someone it's else for who's maybe coming in yeah yeah so they know that the door's open so that's actually when you think of it that way that's actually quite clever uh, i agree with you white cane is very important for steps um, that's partly the reason why I don't have a dog, if I'm honest, because I think it's, for me it's about steps. I, I don't feel the dog gives me the information in the same way. I mean, I know people will say, yeah, it does, it does, and I, I, I know it's, diff it's just a different way of doing it. But yeah, different you know, indicators. There's, there's, there's also a living animal I've got to deal with as well, right? Yeah, so, you know, come on. Too irresponsible you know, for that. Throw it, yeah, throw the stick in There's the nothing cupboard. Worse. That with a dog. Nothing worse, though, is there than when you fall down an unexpected step? Oh, and you think, this is it, this is the end. Today, in fact, this morning, because I, I couldn't sleep last night, so I got up, I, I came back upstairs, and thankfully I was coming up the stairs, but I got to the top of the stairs, and you, obviously in your head, you, you must be counting. You must be. I, I'm not aware of it, but I must be. Yeah. And I must have miscounted. And I get to the top, and I'm like, <gasps> and yes, I <laughs> fell over. But there was no more steps. Keep I, I've done it. <laughs> I keep climbing. There's no more lips. <laughs> um, what else did Lynn mention? Lynn mentioned a few things in there. Um. No, I think that was it. Was it the mini vision and the uh, oh the mini the vision? Yes. Shell was classic. that capsis? Was that capsis? I don't know. I I, I I haven't heard of that one. I just googled it now, and it, it yes, it's definitely a thing. But I haven't heard of that one before. I mean, the blind shell classic too, and the blind oh, excuse me, the blind shell classic is the one that's already always mm. getting the um the focus. But yeah, the mini vision too. I don't know that one. Very similar though, from my understanding. Very similar, I mean, both candy bar style. So if that's what you're looking at, Lynn, that's what you would be getting. With that, you're getting that standard candy bar style, very like your old Nokia. That is what the Blanchel Classic 2 is like. But you're right, there is a mini vision as well. So, yeah, we should actually look into that a bit more. If anyone's got uh, one, we'll... get in touch. Let us know. Yeah, tell us your thoughts on it. Tell us your thoughts. Um, 
Okay, interesting. Uh, have we time for one more? I, I don't think we do, but uh, let me just see. Can we get time for one more? No, we don't. Sadly. Oh, no, we don't. Okay. oh, I was so excited there as well. There was a moment of hesitation. Oh, no. What about the 16.1? So the latest update does bring you those power off uh, noises to every yes. older iPhone, uh, but you don't get the power on chime, sadly. That's still only iOS, uh, sorry, iPhone 14. Pathetic. Okay, fair enough. It's just ridiculous. I mean, come on, really? It, it takes a whole new... D- I've got to go and buy a whole new phone just to get a power on sound. I mean, come on. Whereas any phone can do power off. I mean, I get why. Do you? Um, I, I, I'm not well, t- I mean, totally it, sure. In Apple logic, I suppose, it's like, well, we can't put the hardware or the whatever the bug or it is software just the bootloader in software. to do the start thing. I, I don't know why they can't But at the that. end, it's obviously on and active, so you can just put on a, uh, a turn-off sound. Uh, I don't know. Okay. It makes no sense to me. I think I would want both. That's the truth. I would want both. Yeah, I could care less about the, the power off chime, right? So hey. listen, I am going to update my uh, Mac today to uh, Mac OS Ventura. <gasps> Don't do now, it! Now, people will know if they follow me on Twitter and have been hearing me on here, you would know that the reason I held off was because of Audacity. Um, well, to hang with that, because I've got my PC back. So I'm on Audacity over there. So if you're an Audacity user, sorry, guys, I am abandoning you. Um, oh. but I do want to know what is new in Mac OS Ventura. I just want eloquence. So Cavern. for that reason, I'm going to get this updated today to uh, Mac OS Ventura. I've waited long enough. So that's and, it for uh, the rest of the week. We won't see you. Very good. If, I, if I'm not back tomorrow, <laughs> we know why. <laughs> show, you'll know why. It's all gone horribly wrong. Um, and I'm also updating my iPad as well. I've got the iPad going on. To, well, the iPad comes with iOS 16, so that'll be interesting. Um We'll see what's new in there. But if you have any questions around iOS, macOS, or iPadOS, get in touch. As always, you can uh, feedback to us. Thank you for your comments. We'll uh, get more of those on tomorrow's show. Uh, I think tomorrow we're going to be talking about ARX Vision. That's your favorite topic. Oh, nice one. We're going to be hearing from Charles the Clerk. You might have heard Charles on uh, Double Tap TV. Well, uh, he is uh, here in full and in uh, detail. We're going to have a rather interesting conversation with him here on Double Tap tomorrow so look forward to that uh, that is it for today thank you so much for listening sean take care of yourself please thank you i am fine thank you as we need you here tomorrow i can't do this all by myself i know it feels that way sometimes <laughs> but i can <laughs> not do it by myself uh we'll be back tomorrow <laughs> just realized how cheeky that sounded yeah, that was uh, not intended yeah, um, bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> bye tomorrow guys bye Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-TV every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. The Walrus is Canada's conversation and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.